Are you thinking about getting into Dungeons & Dragons? Maybe you're looking to expand your horizons as a DM or a player. If that's the case, then it's time for you to check out The Dungeon Cast, the best D&D podcast out there that helps you passively learn all about the game just by listening. Join co-hosts Will and Brian as they break down the lore of a rich multiverse 50 years in the making in a lighthearted and beginner-friendly way. They cover everything from character creation options to tips for dungeon masters. There's something for everyone, no matter how long you've been playing TTRPGs. Find The Dungeon Cast anywhere you get podcasts or on YouTube. I think that there is something actually very empowering about giving head and like making somebody come and then being like, being able to like come up and be like, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'm telling you, I encourage you to try it. If I like go all the way, I, I afterwards feel extremely powerful. I'm like, I'm that bitch. Good morning, everyone. Um, welcome back to Awkward Sex in the City. Um, I hope you had a great two weeks. I hope you haven't missed me too much. I hope you were so excited that there was another episode in two weeks. Um, happy hump day. Remember to rate, like, subscribe, share, v- review, view uh, this episode and all the episodes. Um, pleasantly surprised by how much excitement uh, people had for this show to be back. Um, it's really easy to forget when you're not doing it and you don't have that constant um gratification uh, that we are all addicted to at this point right or is it just me um i don't know um this episode's really fun um i got to sit down with one of my favorite people in the world hannah kaplan who i met um through a friend in the past couple years um a beautiful blending of friend groups uh, with people dating, um, long story short, basically. Um, and just, I love Hannah. I think she is just the bee's knees uh, with like zero sarcasm there because I know that's a weird thing to say. Um, so funny, such an amazing performer, such an interesting person. We run the gambit. I think that's the right word I want to use of topics. Um, we talk porn, we talk sex, we talk masturbating, blowjobs, we talk Titanic because how can you not? Um, which I've also been screaming at the rooftop since I found out from actually Hannah, um, they're showing it in theaters on Valentine's Day. So I've literally been screaming at everyone like we must go see this in theaters, um, including with Hannah. Um, and after we recorded this episode, uh, it reminded me how like, um, especially I'm in my thirties, I'm almost 35. I'm almost in my mid 30. Um, and I think it's really easy to think like you've met everyone, you know, that you're going to meet. <laughs> um, and then you don't, it's not true. There's just so many more people you're going to meet that you're going to love, um, platonically relationship wise. Um, I just think that's a really cool thing to think about, especially if you're feeling stuck um, in any way, shape, or form. There's just so much more to do, more people to meet um, and see and find and and have fun. Um, I do apologize. I feel like that went off the rails a little bit. I also apologize if you hear, just in the intro-outro, a, um, a whistle. Uh, I live directly across the street from a elementary school and the crossing guard, because we use crossing guards in New York City. I don't know if other cities do that or like states. I don't know. Um, has decided to have a whistle and whistle every time it's okay to go, which I feel is confusing because when I hear a whistle, I'm like immediately like, oh no, what I do wrong? Um, so if you hear in the background, that's just her. I do apologize. I was trying to wait. 
uh, for school to start, but she's she's still out there. She's whistling away, and I love that for her. Anyways, let's get into the podcast. Let's get into the episode. Remember, rate, like, subscribe. Um, I'll see you on the other side. Um, Pre-COVID, it's been around since 2018. So when we had a switch, where's my Zoom so I can see you? So when we had a switch to like remote, um, you'd record and it never said that. And then I was like, oh, I wonder if this became like a thing because then you could technically record. And if someone's not paying attention, not see the little like recording in like the corner. Um, yeah. And like, what is that? Maybe, that maybe Zoom got got like me too and they were like all right we have to ask for consent now and honestly that's like partially a joke but also like it's not a bad thing like I want to know I want to know that we've (laughs) that you've started um also do you ever think zoom is like like upset about covid because none of us knew zoom until covid zoom in my life no no zoom is pumped zoom is pumped to be like the number one bitch because now it's just like synonymous (laughs) with video chatting Mm -hmm. and everything Mm -hmm. anytime somebody's like do you want to do like a google hang or a google meet even though i use google for everything i'm like no fuck no (laughs) i want nothing to do with that shit i can't work i can't figure that stuff out it's like microsoft to me where i'm like it's not user friendly no No. truly we have to use it for work which like now i know how to do it but i remember like when i got hired i had to introduce myself to the whole company um, with like two, two truths and a lie, which is really, it was really dumb. Uh, I know. I hated it so much. And <laughs> oh my God, I'm sorry. I don't know why I'm <laughs> laughing so much about what they made you do. And so in, they like, after I did my two truths and a lie, they wanted me to talk. And because in Google, like in Zoom and in Google Meet, where like the, the mute, unmute button are different places, I accidentally left the meeting. In front of like oh. hundreds of people. And I was like, really, it's really dumb to be embarrassed about it, but I was like horrified. I was like, oh my God, they're like, where'd she go? And then in, in like a team meeting, I was trying to figure out how to, um, uh, I work in customer service. And so we used to do these like Google Hangouts just to like talk to like our agents while yeah. taking calls. And there's a way to mute yourself and the meeting, but still be in the meeting and take a call. And it's crazy. Yeah, it's, it's too much. It's too much. So I was in the team meeting. Someone showed me how to do it the week before, but I forgot. So I was, like, trying to do it in the team meeting. And my boss was like, Natalie, why do you keep muting me? And I was like, what? Not realizing that, like, I'm muting the whole meeting while I like, try to figure out how to, like, mute myself. It was – it's – I don't do well with technology. When we are older, I am fucked. Like, I will be one of those old Screw. people that just, like – Rude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I work at a restaurant like one day a week every now and then and I have like the POS system and everyone's like, oh, this is what they have in Europe. And I'm like, okay, well, it's – I maybe I'm dumb then. Like I suck at this. Like I can never – people are talking at me and they're like, I'll have this, that, and the other thing. And I'm like, okay, like let me just like find the modification (laughs) button. I feel like really dumb. I feel like I miss writing and – Using pens and like uh, wasting paper, I guess. Yeah. That bad. So like, when I you paper lives. That's I didn't realize that. So when you take orders, you can't just write them down, and like then go no, to the I point like, of sale like, like system. No, I just like plug it into like a little handheld device. Oh my god! And then when people ask for the check, I take it out of my back pocket and I do the same thing every single time. And everybody usually laughs, which is like pathetic. But I'm always like, <laughs> I have it right here, and they're like, Whoa! And I'm like, Okay, okay so. 
Give me your money. <laughs> Bye. Oh, man. Day job life um, is the worst. Day job life. I have, like, ruined my algorithm on TikTok. It's nothing but, like, really unhappy stories. And then, like, people recreating um, their customer service most recent experience. And at first oh, I God. loved it because I was like, yes, vindication. I know what this person's going through. And now it just makes me super anxious. And I'm like, please stop putting yourself in a situation where you're now like doing customer service, not during your work hours. Like, what are you doing? I have you're to just clocked in 24 seven. Oh, truly. I finally just took Slack off my phone. Cause that's how we talk. Like that's how we message each other is via Slack. Cause we're all remote. And so all my days off, I would just be like, what am I missing? What am I missing? Cause it's a startup. So things like change like rapidly, like how we every do day. things yeah. every fucking day. Um, and I was like, like, we don't know if we're going to make it by the end of the week. Slack, 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 slack. Right? So I was like, I just realized like the past couple weeks ago how like I've invested I've become, how it's sort of really starting to fuck with my mental health. And I was like, nope, we got to take a step back. Uh, and then I was like, no, I'll keep it on my phone. I won't look. And then I was like, girl, you're looking during your lunch hour. Like, get the fuck off. So finally I did it. I finally was like, cannot anymore. I'm... I'm like addicted to emails mm. and I don't even I, I, like, I'm not even professional in that way. Like what's coming in for me other than the New York times daily newsletter. And I, I don't know, like spam, but I'm always refreshing the email. Like mm-hmm. the, I, the, I, for some reason, I think like that's where it's going to happen. Where like the email will come and it will be like, Hey Hannah, your life is about to get awesome. And I'm like, woo! but I'm always just refreshing. It's like, and I, I took the mail app off my phone. Mm-hmm. like fuck yeah like I'm separating myself out and then the other day I missed like important important emails important emails that were sent to me that I didn't realize like we're still going to this email address like I don't even know I guess there's like an iCloud account that's like associated with like that email address which is separate from like your Gmail and, and your Google and all of technology baby <laughs> Marry me now. Like, I can't figure it out. But, um, yeah, I missed important things. And so I was like, all right, I guess I'll just put this back. But the notifications kill me. Like, I hate seeing 29, 32, not just, like, arbitrary numbers alerting me to, like, something in my inbox that I have to, like. I don't do notifications for, like, anything. I don't do notifications for Gmail. I don't do it for Instagram, or Facebook, Twitter, anything. Because uh, I would go crazy. I do do news notifications, which is also terrible because they are the worst headlines ever. Um, yeah, like bomb cyclone. Mm-hmm. 30 people died. Why? Question mark. And you're like, what the fuck? No, yeah, I have, have to prevented. read this. <laughs> so that's- Something worse than the Titanic. And you're like, oh, God. Oh, Oh my- well, I'm gonna read this. Speaking of Titanic, I've been really, really wanting to rewatch it because I just found out recently that James Cameron like wanted to be like a like marine biologist or some shit, and like Ugh. he did everything. You know the scenes where they're like underwater. Yeah, that's the real Titanic, him, right? Oh yeah, he he's a little freak. Like he loves. Oh, I yeah. watched a. I was on a plane and it was like, <laughs> it was a twenty five years later. 30 minute documentary or whatever. And it's basically just James Cameron going around to like the places where he filmed or asking scientists and like biologists and being like, did we get it right? And they're just like confirming it with him. And he's like, we did it. This film is completely accurate. You're just like, okay, James, we love you. We love the movie. It's like, it's not completely accurate, right? Like we can agree on that, but I love Titanic. It's coming back into theaters on Valentine's Day. (gasps) 
Oh my God, we have to go. Oh my God. Yeah, let's double date. I'm going to, I asked Harrison if we could go and he said yes. Yes. No, I want, I want this so bad. Um, how old were you when that came out? I think it came out in 1996. I was, I was six. You're six. Yeah. I was eight. Did you watch it when it came, like first came out? No, I watched it a couple years later at, at um, my friend Madeline's house. She was like a bad girl. Mm. But her parents were divorced and I feel like they sort of let her do whatever she wanted to do. And that included like watching Titanic at, at age eight. Um, and we watched it in the morning, I remember, which is like a really weird time to be watching that. Yes. Three and a half hour movie. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, and I was like, I was blown away, but I was also a little freak and I was very into Titanic like before the movie. Like I was fascinated by how they fucked up so bad and so many people died. I had like a, a large morbid curiosity with, with the Titanic. Most of the girls I know have a morbid curiosity to mass death. Like, if it's not yeah. Titanic, it's World War II. If it's not World War II, it's serial killers. If it's not all three of them, it's something else. Yeah, yeah. People are really into murder. I'm more into, like, natural disasters mm. or, like, things that could have been prevented. I was mm-hmm. really into, like, Henry VIII and his, like, six wives <laughs> and all of that violence and all that shit that got kicked off. Mm-hmm. Um, Fucking Anne Boleyn. Like, Didn't deserve it. Anne Boleyn, baby. But, like, without her, we wouldn't have Shakespeare. Like, I could go into it. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. It's like, yeah, well, because her daughter was Elizabeth I, and she was like a huge patron of William Shakespeare. And like, also, Anne Boleyn was all about like putting money back into like schools and like taking money out of the churches and putting it into like the poor people's hands. Love it. Like, modern day badass bitch. Um, But yeah, I was really into like injustice in that way or like things that like went wrong that maybe shouldn't have. Yeah. Um, And like low key, like, tsunami documentaries those are really really fucked up but i was actually going to ask you about that and to the viewers i am there there is something i'm going to go back to the titanic in a second to bring it back to sex and dating but i was going to ask how you felt about the tsunami um the the big one uh what was that 2004 the one that killed like hundreds of thousands Everyone. of people yeah uh, they i don't did- know it was just it was crazy. It's like seeing something like that, basically seeing the world turn on itself is, is, uh, I don't even know how to describe it. I was like very disturbed by it, but also incredibly fascinated because it's like, you can't, even sometimes in those situations, it's like, what could you have done? Like nothing. It just is what it is. Yeah. I'm looking up right now. There's that movie um, with Naomi Watts. Where the that whole shit was good. The whole family fucking lived. Like that's like yes. that's just so rare. Um, as we know. They're lucky. And like, yeah, I always like I feel like I'm screaming. I always they're so lucky. And oh, <laughs> screaming. I feel like I'm like snotting through this. <laughs> <laughs> um but it like for me it's always like like this reminder of like the world always wins, like mother nature always wins. Always. Like, we have no chance. I, like, you know, I've been, like, doing surfing lessons and stuff like that. And um, you get taken out by these, like, one-foot waves. And not even, like, oh, they just take you out. You're, like, spiraling underneath yeah, this one-foot yeah. wave. And to even think of something that big. And it's why I will, like, never move to the West Coast. Because they're, like, the big one is coming. And not just the earthquake. It's, like, there's this massive article about how... In, like, Portland and Washington, you can see on the trees where it was hit by, like, this massive tsunami, like, massive. And all the scientists are like, yeah, it's, like, any day now, 
it's coming. And we have no plan. They were like, everyone old will die. All kids will die. Like, there's no way. (laughs) Yeah, women and children first. Mm -hmm. And when they say that, they're like, goodbye. Yeah, they're like, you're done. You're done. Like, if if a school gets hit... Yeah, no, sorry, I'm just interrupting you. No, I'm, no, no. I'm getting hype, hype about the the impending doom of the West Coast. <laughs> Truly, like, I'm going to the West Coast for the first time next weekend, and I'm like, what if it's today? Like, what if it happens today? That'll suck so hard. I don't think it will, but it is, like, I just feel safer in New York, even though we are surrounded by water and, like, we're screwed over here, too. Um, yeah, it's just different. At least you can drink the water here. Like mm -hmm, they have, mm -hmm. they, the water sucks over there. There's no like proper like drainage systems. I, a coworker of mine is going to move to LA for a couple months and I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) because, because it's like, okay, so you're just going like for, for the mudslides, for the fires, for the flooding, for the, for the weather, you're going for the weather. Yeah, it's about the weather. Okay, have fun in the weather. Like, I remember Laguna Beach season one. Or no, was it season two? There was the month slide that they did the um, charity for. The charity. Is that when they did the fashion show? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And did Jason kiss Jessica during that? Am I making that up? Am I fast-forwarding? There's two fashion shows. I can't remember if the one where Jason kisses Jessica is the mudslide or if it's the one before. It might be the one before the first season. Which, guess what, y'all? It, Laguna Beach is now available on Netflix, but not season three, which is underrated. Huh. Yeah. Season three is underrated and mm-hmm. really weird. It's really weird. It's really underrated. I fucking love them uh, in the worst possible way. Um, worst possible way. Mm-hmm. Kristen, that haircut, looking back on it now, I'm like, I would never cut my hair like that, but something about it on her looked so good. I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. I want like fully frosted hair. And I want each end to be sticking out in a little chunk. <laughs> like I want, I want spikes like flipped up. Oh, I had that. Like I did the hair flippy out thing. It was bad. I have to find, I actually was talking about it with Callie in Virginia and I have to find a photo of it because I look like Carol Brady, like just like full like flip. Cause that was like the look. And it was like, you could only do, I could only do my sides. I was really bad at my back cause I couldn't see it like the back of my head. Yeah, nobody, nobody can wait very quickly. Speaking of Carol Brady, I, don't what okay so in the Brady Bunch Mm -hmm. the two get together everybody's got their kids where are the other parents are they are they both widows I don't know I don't remember we never talk about it do they never get introduced do we never have a deadbeat dad deadbeat mom episode I feel like in my mind I just always thought they were like deadbeat parents because there's no talk of like death which you think like that family, such a wholesome family would like honor the death of like their like spouses that gave them their beautiful, beautiful children. But I didn't watch it enough. I wasn't like a, a Brady Bunch family. I was a Brady Bunch movie family. Yeah. I love that like, shit. Making fun of the show, basically. Oh, yeah. No, they were so, I honestly feel like ahead of their time in a lot of ways. <laughs> yeah. When they go on vacation to Hawaii, I was like, is this the same thing and it's not it's I think it was like a different mom some of them had different kids playing the kids like the movies had different actors sometimes Mm -hmm. I do think it is where uh everyone started to dabble in stepbrother stepsister porn everyone was like well they're doing they're doing this on the Brady Bunch movie it makes it makes sense it's fine they're not related 
Um, yeah, I guess just keep it in the family, right? <laughs> I do think that is literally like a porn company name, production name. It's like all in, the family, in the family or keep it in the family. Yeah. <laughs> I watch a lot of porn. I watch I all watch of it. I watch a lot of porn. I have so much fun. Uh, I do too. I felt so shamed for so long. Mm-hmm. And then, well, okay, when I watched The Bachelor, there's something about that show that gets me like, so horny that I kid you not, I literally have to watch like interesting porn after. Like, I feel like I need, like, I'm like, I want like four dudes fucking one girl, like, quickly. Like, mm-hmm. I need, like, because there's so little sex happening on that show, I need to go into overdrive. Mm-hmm. And this has happened to me multiple times where I've had to stop what I'm watching and be like, voraciously masturbate <laughs> and look at crazy porn and then be like, no, this okay, is a thing. Yeah, it's, it's, I got to get my fix. Like, I got to get my fix. If I'm going to watch 45 minutes of this, like, semi-Christian crap, (laughs) then I got to, I got to fucking rub it out. I know. Now that you say that, I do that, too, for different things. Like, um like uh, young adult shit, which I feel like sounds gross, but it's more like they're so happy and in love. And like, I, I was such a late bloomer and never had that experience in middle school or high school or most of college that it, it gets fantasized. And then you're like, yeah, I must, I must masturbate like right now. Like I must. Right now. Um, and it's not like the show itself is doing it for me. It's like the idea of it all. Um, well, they're also like 25 year olds playing mm-hmm. kids, I guess. So. Oh, yeah, they're getting like unapologetic about that. I watched, um, I love Never Have I Ever on Netflix. It's really, uh, really sweet. Um, I I highly recommend it. It's like fucking narrated by the, um, that tennis star. Um, uh, I can't, I'll look it up. He's like balding, but it's very funny. But the, her, one of her love interests is, is it Macro? Yes. He's like the only one that like has sort of transitioned into acting. Yeah, so he narrates right? it. Uh, I think so. Um, and it's, like, done really well. But she's, like, the actual actor is 19, I think. And one of her love interests is legit 30. And he's playing, like, a junior in high school. And I'm like, fuck you. Like, you, it's so obvious. <laughs> yeah, this is too weird. Even in, like, Last of Us. Um, oh, I just started watching that. Well, when they were, like, he's 36. I'm like, he is 30, not 36. I'm 32. I was like, bitch. Oh, 32. I was like, no, absolutely not. I like, I just like looked straight at Aaron. I was like, you're 41. Like, and you don't look that old. Like he like is disgusting. Like, I think he's super hot, but he does not look 32 year old hot. No, no. And it's also like, I know how old you are because I'm consistently Googling if you're married every week. Mm, Like, mm -hmm. do you have a wife? Are you a bachelor still? He does not. He is. He does not. He does not. Um, but like bringing that up, like talking about all these shows, it kind of like reminds me, well, Titanic is what made me think of it because I was eight, same in the morning, we were watching on this really small TV in my friend's like kitchen. And I just remember how much it then would like mold my mind into thinking this is what romance was. Yeah. Yeah. And like how fucked up that is now. Like it's, and just not possible and then also the no, idea of no, like you would just never meet a poor person on a boat and be like, let's go. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or maybe you would. Actually, I don't know. People are getting catfished these days, so is catfishing like still like a big thing? Probably. I don't, I don't I think, see why not. I think like lying is still a big thing. Mm-hmm. Well, like I literally was just talking about this uh, with my previous podcast ghost 
podcast guest, podcast guest, that like 2022, <laughs> like all the like really bad dating things came back, like ghosting, love bombing, lying, gaslighting, gaslighting. Like it came back in like a, a very fiery vengeance. I feel like when it was like, oh, the 2020, 2021, we're like working on ourselves to be better people to ourselves and the people around us. And now it's like, I don't give a shit about you one and done type of type of stuff. I think it's because we were forced to like be inside and like reckon with ourselves. And now it's like, oh, like we didn't die. We made it. Everything's fine. Great. Mm -hmm. Let's like fuck around and find out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I remember thinking like summer of 2021 was going to be like a shit show because it was like, we finally can go out. It feels a little bit safer and it wasn't. But this summer I feel like was a shit show. Summer 2022. Yeah. Messy. Yeah. How long have you, um, were you and Harrison dating during COVID or? Yeah, so we, <laughs> we started having sexual relations with each other during COVID, but like not until like July of the first year. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, I'm not ready. Like, uh. And so I just basically like fucked around with his head and his heart for like a hot, like couple months. And then finally in January, so I guess like, yeah, it's been, it's been two years. We started dating during COVID, mm -hmm. but I, I tell people that. And I feel like it's like my own insecurity when people are like, oh, like you got together during COVID. You guys just like decided like you're done trying to like, but, and this is my own story that I'm telling myself where I'm like, it's not true. <laughs> But um, because, you know, you meet people that like got together during COVID and you're like, yes, I remember it was like a really hard time. Everybody kind of like mm -hmm. stuck together, like the codependents, like really even mm -hmm. got even more codependent and everybody else was like, fuck this. I'm, I'm separated, but we've been friends since high school. So we've known each other for a really, really, really long time. So I think all that COVID really did was just sort of facilitate enough time for me to be like, oh, right. Yeah. Okay we can do this. We should, we should do this. We should have been doing this. Maybe. I don't know. Was there a moment when you were like, Oh yeah, this is the sign that like we should be oh, together. Yeah. He was like massaging my feet. <laughs> he was giving me a foot massage. And I was like, I was like looking at the way he was holding my feet. And now I feel like I need to tell every person listening to this right now. And I love you, Harrison. He has the craziest looking hands because he's a puppeteer and he has like long nails on one hand. So he's like, cause he's playing guitar lots of times with it. Oh. And so he has these crazy looking hands, but I was like looking at them and I was like, wow, these crazy looking hands are just holding my foot so tenderly and gently. And I like could feel, ugh, this is disgusting. I could like feel <laughs> how much he loved me through his little gnarled puppet hands, like wiggling my toes around. And then I was like, like in that moment, I was like, I'm gonna fuck this guy tonight. Like, straight up, I was like, I'm gonna have sex with you. Was that the first time? No. Yes. Yes. We like made out in high school. And then, like, seven years later, we we took some acid together and we we made out. And then I like, he, t he tells me this all the time. He, he goes, You got up to go take a shit and you never came back. And I was like, <laughs> Oh, <laughs> that sounds right, though. That just sounds very right. <laughs> no, we never like really done. You never, never really back. done anything. 
<laughs> yeah, like so devastating. <laughs> I love that so much. Oh my God, this is so sweet. He was know, caressing your feet before you guys even had sex. Like that's how much, like I will not touch Aaron's feet and Aaron will not, we, me and Aaron both have disgusting feet. Like I have planner warts like all over both my feet. He it is what it is. It just is what it is. Mm-hmm. He, he, I don't, I don't like his feet. I just. I just don't want to touch them. We both don't want to touch each other's feet. And that's after like eight years together. We're still like, no. And so yeah, this was yeah, happening yeah, yeah. before anything was like official, like Facebook official. Yeah. Well, we also used to like sleep. Like we would, we're both from the same town or he moved to my town in high school. And so we would like go home and like stay at each other's houses and like just like share a bed together and be like, this is fine. Like this is normal. And then just like rub each other's backs. So we basically were just giving back rubs for like 10 plus years. That is a lot of sexual, sexual energy, like pent up sexual energy there. Yeah. Yeah. And thank God it was good because I was like, after all this, like it better be. Otherwise I'll be like, I don't know. I'll be devastated. I guess (laughs) I'll never be able to like, forget that you sucked at sex but and it's hard good job baby (laughs) it's hard too because the first time especially i feel like the first time with that much like built up behind it i know is like usually doomed like i um not this is any way similar but i like had this like textual relationship with someone from my high school after like college so i lived here in New York and he lived in a different state and we did this like we like I was like in love with this person I don't I don't I don't think I can say the same like vice versa so I flew out at one point to him in this different state just just hours and hours away on a plane and we both were just like stiff we just did not know what to do because we'd never work our bodies don't work together uh we'd never like talked on the phone it was all via like let's just text or like i think facebook at that point it was really weird but like he would be like the first person i talked to in the morning the last person i talked to at night it's like all day 24 7 disgusting and then we get there and it was like the sex was just like so bad from both of us like i worse oh yeah like i didn't know what i was doing we were also young too I was um I think I was 24 maybe 10 years now so like I didn't know what I liked yet he didn't know like he didn't know what he was doing going down on me I I think I knew head because head's just very easy to do uh right we I know there was completion but it was just like so we're here for like multiple days at his place and I was like this was like a terrible mistake but I'm also now even more in love with you because we've had sex and it was just like I bonded to you. Now. I'm now yeah, bonded. The hormones. The hormones. Uh, and then uh, he broke it off. I think within 24 hours of me going back home. Uh, he <sighs> honestly, I think it was the right decision. I think he did a really shitty job of it. Because um, I was like, yeah, now that we've had sex, I think we should be like official. Um, and he exclusive. was exclusive. And he was like, I don't think we should because we live in like, you know, different time zones. Um, and I was well, like, <laughs> he's like, we should exclusively not be together. Um, I think like, I can't remember how it ended. I think I, he felt I was getting too serious, which I absolutely was like, yeah, we are serious. Um, and then he was like, yeah. As one does when we're young. We're, I'm I, like, I think about all my anxious attachment issues. Mm, time. Mm-hmm. If, if they're not even still here today, which I'm sure Barbara would oh. like to differ but. I think I still have them. And I think like I like I'm very happily in a relationship with Aaron, but like I can have a full blown relationship with someone in my head that I think is hot for like like a full day and be like, yep, we're getting married. We're doing this. We're doing that. Uh, I just 
am so I think like attracted to people like I don't know and like yes. I think that's very no, normal I, I in like a relationship too to be like yeah of course I'm attracted to this person um like I have a friend that I definitely like we definitely like have a flirting basis and Aaron's like yeah you guys like kind of flirt together sometimes and it's like yeah 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 but there's like nothing there but it's just like the it's just got a flirt yeah it's just like kind of there um and none of it's like in person ever so I it feels like very safe but I think it just sets up people for failure if you're like no this is just this one person you're never going to be attracted to anyone else that's insane that's insane to think about Mm -hmm. I uh no it's impossible yeah you're always going to be attracted to other people like fucking daddy from the last of us like Mm -hmm. I feel like if if he approached me (laughs) in the real world Harrison would be down. I think he'd be okay with me doing it. Yeah, I think, like, um, have you guys ever had that talk before of, like, who famous, if it ever happened, like, could I fuck? No, I don't, I, I don't know. I feel like that makes me realize that I should ask him that because I don't really know, like, what kind of celebs he's into, Mm -hmm. I guess. I don't know who I have to watch out for. Mm -hmm. I don't know Mm -hmm. who I have to fucking come for, but, um... (laughs) No, I probably should have that conversation with him and be like, but I, I hope he knows. And I think he does know, like, you know, if it happened, I would just be like, all right, that's fine. Yeah. I think Whatever. something like that. Yeah, for sure. Um, but it's funny too, because we do live like in New York that it's, it's not the wildest thing to run into a celebrity, you know, or to. No, no, it's pretty normal. Yeah. Or to even like talk to one because it's like no one cares like in New York it's not like LA where it's like autographs it's just like yeah whatever um that like it could possibly like a very small very small percentage but it's like yeah it could it could happen I could fuck you I could fuck you (laughs) why not if Adam Levine is DMing like randos why could I not get fucked by a celebrity (laughs) that's where it's that's where it's at where it's like you always have to just remind yourself like People on TV, horrible actors. Mm-hmm. Not all of them, but so many people. They suck. Like, just because these celebs might be really hot, like, they're usually hooking up with, like, grodies. <laughs> Randoms that they found. Like, literally, like, one day, their algorithm was like, take a look at, like, Tawny Jessica. I don't know why that's their name, but that's what it is. <laughs> we could <laughs> like be those grodies. We could be them. I'm happy to be a grody. Happy to be. <laughs> Do you have someone that you are like, I would 100% just in a heartbeat fuck? <sighs> Celebrity-wise? Yeah, or not. If you're like, my my childhood love from seventh grade, he really grew up the one that, with the SSD. One that got away. The one that got away. Um, uh, I don't know. I, I was like really into, well, as a kid, I was really into Orlando Bloom. No offense to you, Orlando Bloom, but like I look at him now and I'm like, oh, mm. And I don't think he is a little bitch, but I just like, there's something that's so earnest. And when I say earnest, I mean it in the bad way, not in the good way. Mm -hmm. Like I mean it in like the brown nosing kind of like, there's something that's just so, that he takes so seriously about acting and everything that, that once upon a time was attractive to me. And now I'm like, yeah. But as a kid, I was fully obsessed. There was a lot of like Orlando Bloom propaganda, I feel like, going on in our youth. Because that was like Lord of the Rings, too, right? Like everyone was like really into yeah. his character in Lord of the Rings. And like, I'm like just looking him up now just up for a picture of him in like the early aughts. They didn't give us a lot of great options in the early aughts. No, no. But now, um, Hot Priest, like for sure. 
Hot Priest could ruin my life. Oh, oh yeah. Um, uh, from Fleabag, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. At first, I thought you meant Young Pope, and I was like, yeah, I'd let him. He could also ruin my life. Jude Law could ruin my life if he wanted to. I Fleabag is so good. I need to rewatch it. I haven't watched it since 2020, but it was just like, just chef's kiss. And it's so funny too, because like you, because uh, so I did Edinburgh where she did like the show, and everyone was like, "This is the new Fleabag. This is the new Fleabag." And I was like, "No, it's not. We know it's not. We know that it's not. Like we know." Um, but it, it, I just found that very funny. But he's how old is he now? He's 46 now. Orlando. That's an appropriate age, honestly. Like. If I wasn't with Harrison, I think the next person that I would try to date would be in their 40s. I, and I, I think that men that age weirdly fetishize me, and um, I think I'm okay with it, actually. Interesting. I've realized. How old are you? You're 30? I'm 32. 32? Yeah. 40, yeah. Yeah. Aaron's, Aaron's there's 41. There's something about, like, men that age and their sense of humor mm-hmm. where they can say, like, pretty off-color shit, and I feel like they think that they're safe around me. And like, for the most part, like I let them feel that way, but I can tell they like really enjoy. And like when I'm talking about this, I'm I'm thinking about like a specific dude that was like at the restaurant I was working at the other day. Mm. Um, But I just like love it. I just like thrive off of the attention from like the mid forties male. Interesting. I, I don't think it's a bad place. Uh, I don't think it's a bad dating pool. And now also, I feel like they know a little more. They know, they know a little bit more. And they know a little less, too. They're, they're like, down to be – this is such a sweeping generalization, but I feel like they're down to just be, like, told, like, you're a shithead. And they're like, okay. <laughs> right? No? Am I wrong? I could be wrong. No, I don't think you're wrong. And I know I'm just thinking because it's, like, now a lot of my dude friends are 40 or turning 40 very soon. So I feel like that's accurate. Yeah. I feel like that's fair. Like, sexually mature, mature enough to, like – I don't know, handle, handle the emotions mm-hmm. because like it's, it's hard for us ladies out here. Mm-hmm. Like life be hard. Um, I don't know, but maybe this is just like also my like theater program, like being groomed by like older men coming back and like infesting this conversation, making me think this is something that I want and really in reality, it's like, no, Hannah, that's bad. Like don't fuck the 40 something year old dudes. Like they're not good. <laughs> They don't want what's best for you. I would say that if you were in like your t- early 20s, but you're in your 30s. So it's like not a weird age gap, I feel like at that point. Yeah, I feel like it's okay. Yeah. It's like, you like South Park? Yeah, I know you do. I like South Park. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know you do. I know you do, you shithead. <laughs> yeah, you little bitch. And then they're like, wow. <laughs> no, I think that's fair. Um, I had to like, I'll give you head baby. And I'm like, yeah, you are. I'm not doing anything. Yeah. Right. I feel like men in their forties, like they would do a lot of the heavy lifting. Oh my God. I, I also like oh. used to love giving head and now I'm very like, nah. I'm tired. I th- my neck hurts. I'm literally, I'm like, like, at, like leaning over like this. I'm like, my nasal passages are like <laughs> filling with liquid. I'm like, my neck hurts. <laughs> I can't do it. I'm just like too not into it. Yeah, I like I'll do I'll do for a couple minutes for it. Like I I'm not sure if you heard this set or this bit, but this is very true. Um, in COVID times, because I have I have OCD, like I have like the like legit OCD. That um, there's an article that went around that was like there, we found COVID in semen. Like we have found it 
And it was really, it obviously, like, wasn't anything. They were, like, we were not, basically, they were, like, we're not sure if it's, like, sexually transmitted or is this just, like, um, the viral load after you've gotten COVID. The and, viral load. Right. It, that needs to be a porno. I'm Googling it the moment we get off this. And if there is a porn link, I'm sending it to you. Yeah, I need it. Um, that, like, my OCD was so bad at that point that um, I thought, like, if anything I did was, like, I was going to get COVID and, like, die and everyone around me was going to die. Um, yeah, yeah, That yeah. I was like, Aaron, I can't give you head. Like, I can't. There's, there's That's the best excuse I've ever heard in my life. It was it was also, I think, like the tipping point, too, because like when you're with someone with OCD, I do feel like you kind of have to like be like pick your battles. And like usually my OCD is in check. It was not in check there. But Aaron was like, it's time to talk to a therapist. Like it is time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, not my blowjobs. Yeah. He's like, you can't you can come for this. But you can't come from my BJ's. Um, it was that, and there was a pillow. I freaked out. He threw a pillow on the floor. We were just being silly and like dancing. He threw it on the floor so he could like, um, like jump on it and slide. And I was like, and then he put it back on the couch. And I was like, what the fuck did you just do? And he was like, what are you talking about? And I was like, there's now COVID on our couch because you, it was like we walk here, like it was a mess. And it was like those two were the tipping points where he was like, I love you. I know you're talking to your therapist, but I know you're not bringing up your OCD with her and you need to. Um, yeah. And it really was like, uh, but it took a long time for me to trust his penis in my mouth again. And I do um, think that kind of yeah. is what made me be like, uh, it's not my favorite thing on the menu anymore. Like it, like it I used to be. It. No, I get it. It's, um, I I enjoyed like the performative act of like giving mm. head as I'm doing this. I'm like mm-hmm. whipping my hair around because I'm like, yeah, like arch me that, whatever. <laughs> but then, it, then I, my level of impatience is like incredibly high. So if it's taking more than five minutes, I'm just like, mm. like I feel like I'm, I start making noises where I'm just like, <laughs> you just like sigh heavily with a yeah. stick in your mouth. And it's so rude because like, <laughs> Harrison will, like, put in the work, right? Like, he'll just, like, keep going. He's like, I just want this for you. Mm-hmm. I want you to, like, I, w- I want you to finish. I want you to come. I want all these things. And and I'm, like, over it the second I step into the store. I'm like, uh. But every now and then I'm, I, like, smoke a bowl and I'm feeling really sexy. And I'm like, let's go. Oh, yeah. If I'm feeling really sexy or, like, really twirly, yeah. I'm down. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. down to play. But I will say – I've always done head as like foreplay's not the right word because foreplay it like isn't a word anymore really. But it'd be like this is like the this is the appetizer. I've yeah, this is how we start. Never like have made someone like come from my mouth ever ever. Yeah. <gasps> okay. Well, I I would recommend it because honestly, it's kind of empowering. And now I'm probably in like the small minority of people that are like. I'm, uh, maybe this is because I'm a people pleaser, but I always swallow. Always. It's always going down. Really? And so I feel like, yeah. And so um, I think that there is something actually very empowering about giving head and like making somebody come and then being like, being able to like come up and be like, yeah, that's right. Bitch. <laughs> I'm telling you, I encourage you to try it. It'll be easier than you think. Men are fucking coming 30 seconds usually. So. Okay. Well, that's not true. I'm making that shit up. Some people don't come ever. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I find if I, like, go all the way, I, f- I afterwards feel extremely powerful. I'm like, 
I'm that bitch. Mm -hmm. And I'm that bitch that like you would brag to me. Like I want to be that bitch that you brag about to other people to be like, yeah, my girl always swallows. It's like, yeah, bitch. Oh my God. Also, because like I'm not going to like get out of bed and like spit this out. You know what I mean? It's like it's also there's a whole other thing. It's just it'd be rude. I'm it's like <laughs> it would be rude. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I am so impressed because so okay, I have let people come in my mouth because like we'll be like, where where do you want to come? Blah blah blah. Do you want to come on my face? Do you want to come on my tits? Do you want to come on my mouth? If I'm really never on my face, I never let anybody go on my face. Um, I have only because it's like it's not on my mouth because I hate the texture. I hate the texture yeah. so much that it makes me gag immediately. That if I let someone come in my mouth, I put my tongue up so it stops it from going to the back of my throat. And ah. I will get up immediately and spit it out. One time, I would think I was like really drunk. I can't remember who this was what with who this was with, but they came in my mouth and I immediately was like, "There's a milkshake," and I just like spit it out on the floor. I was like, "I can't." If I ever that's kind of hot though. <laughs> if I ever swallow, like I am hammered. I am like, yeah, let's do this. But I am like brown out drunk at that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, so I'm so impressed that you're just like doing it just going for I it. have to I don't want it on my hands either like I don't I'm like also fastidious in the way where it's like yeah I don't want to get up mm -hmm. I don't want to be uncomfortable mm -hmm. I don't want to have to clean this up in any kind of way it's like the cleanest cleanup clean up on aisle jizz it is you're done that might be the title clean up on aisle jizz of this episode um <laughs> yeah. it is the cleanest way it is and because I like I do get very lazy like the moment sex is done I'm like I'm so out of it. Um, oh, yeah. If I'm even there to begin with. It's very <laughs> often that I'm like astral projecting out and I'm like, shit, I didn't get groceries. Uh, I'm easily distracted. Oh, no, it's so real. Or like if I'm just like even a little bit tired, I'm like, mm, like what if I just, you know, do this to make this go a little bit quicker, um, which I think is like a real thing, especially when you get older and like have like a day job and you're creative and have friends, but also like a partner. Like it's just everything like compounds on each other. Um, I know. I don't need to like come every time. Yeah, he doesn't understand. He's just is so nice and wants it mm -hmm. for me every time. And I'm straight up like, sometimes this is about you. Mm -hmm. I want this for you. Oh, same. Yeah. Um, because for me too, it's like, um, if I haven't come, you know, without hands helping, that means I have to go clean myself up real quick because I don't want a UTI. And then that just takes yep. you out of it really quickly if you're just, like, getting, like, their splooge and your splooge off of you. Then go back to wherever you were and then get yourself back into, like, the mindset to get horny and do, like, do get where you need to be. Because it does yeah. take, like, an Olympic gymnast concentration for women to come. Like, there's just so many variables. So true. Yes. Yes. It's, uh, the wind blows. The door mm -hmm. closes. I'm out of it. Mm -hmm. It's done. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. It's like if my leg is not stretched a certain way, it's oh, going to get yeah. in the way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm cramping. Yes. Oh, my God. That, <laughs> that's something that's been new, and I've now started to do yoga, but I've been cramping more on top, like my hips, like painful oh, cramping. Oh, girl, I fucked my knees up. Like, there is only so much I can take up there. Like, oh, no. bad. <laughs> but it's good for me. I'm so lazy. Honestly, I'm like – I would identify as a pillow princess mm. and I just like love to just lay there and get, get boned. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. No. Well, who said it? When I had a guest that was like their favorite way to get fucked is on their belly from behind. Cause they're doing literally nothing. And I nothing. was like, yeah, that sounds great. And you're like, they're like, yeah, you just lay there and like get fucked. 
you can do whatever you want down there. And I was like, that's amazing. You're just like texting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're like, you're ordering Grubhub. <laughs> Making the grocery list that you forgot. Yeah. yeah. Killing yeah, two birds with one stone. Oh, yeah. I'm like half the time I'm like, shit, I haven't eaten shit. My anxiety is like really about to spike after this. Like, oh, no. The, the rush of emotions will just like send me over. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I cry. Sometimes I'm, I finish and I cry. No, that's very real. It's very intimate just, too and vulnerable. I know. But usually it's like, what's wrong? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> you made me feel so good. <laughs> it hurts. It hurts. Oh. Uh, like a nice way. Like sex sex is so wild. Like sex is so crazy. I I feel like never would I have imagine that this is like what sex would be like like if I was to think of myself as a um young child in my early <laughs> masturbating years not a child well actually that's not true I I was like a horny little skank bag like I was masturbating from a very early age mm-hmm. um, and also like was like incredibly insecure in like my own body and so I feel like I really forced myself to be like an overtly sexual creature at an age that I wasn't really ready for mm-hmm. but now I've sort of like my brain, my body, like everything is like caught up. But it's just interesting to think about like now, like what my perception of sex was when I was like, I don't know, in middle school, high school, watching Titanic. Mm-hmm. Just to call it back to our, our baby boy. Because that's like such an example of like the most like basic missionary sex of all time. But that's what you associate with love, right? Like you think like that's mm-hmm. that's love and like romance. And now thinking about like my life now and here I am just being like, my neck hurts and like, (laughs) fuck me on my tummy. (laughs) I know. And like, I feel like I also like never look at the person I'm fucking either because it's like, I'm on top. I'm just like this. Like, I just like, I want to look up. So I look like. (laughs) Just smash my tits in his face. (laughs) Right. Um, Yeah. I think I started masturbating early too. I just remember, I think I like went to the bathroom and was, like, cleaning up down there and was, like, oh, that feels good. Like, I don't know what I did, but I hit something and then, like, started to experiment but did not have the proper tools, right? Like, I totally was that person that used, like, a hairbrush or, like, a oh. toothbrush. Yeah, I would just jam stuff up there. I I was, I was like, very just hands on the outside. Mm, I didn't learn hands on the outside until I think my friends got me, like, a joke vibrator that I was, like, but I used the vibrator, right? <laughs> And I was like, I was putting it inside of me forever. And I was like, this feels fine. And then I don't, I think just like truly by accident, I was like, here we go. Here's the money spot. That's where it goes. Mm-hmm. And then um, I, girls, the the show, while the show, I rewatched it actually. And I was like, fuck, this show is like, if you go in knowing they're all terrible people, this show is amazing. It's better. It's yeah. way better. And it's like brilliantly acted. And like the writing is really good. It's still shitty people, and it's, like, an all-white right. cast. But um, her OCD episode, and, like, I think she had the um, uh, OCD with, like, masturbating. I was like, oh, yeah, that was me at 16. Like, you just all of a sudden are, like, I have to masturbate seven times tonight or someone's yeah. going to die in my life. And you're just, like. Yeah. Yeah. Or, like, I have to do it before I go to work. Like, I'm late mm-hmm. for a good reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I don't know why I brought that up. Oh, that that was just, like, my um, masturbating like journey first off journey and then like I don't know about you but none of my friends I was also a little bit I think more sexual 
for similar reasons. Like I didn't feel comfortable. I didn't feel like people wanted me. But so some for some reason, then I had like all the answers. Though my friends were like sexually active or like giving head at like fourteen, and I wouldn't like I would not give head until I was twenty three because I was so afraid of penises like in my mouth. And I'd had sex. Oh. I'd had sex, but way before then. By way before twenty, I had sex when I was twenty. But I'd always guys would be like, "Don't you want to play with it?" And I'd be like, "No." Like, you can put it inside of me, but I don't want it in or around my mouth because I was very afraid of it. Um, It's scary. It's actually, like, a weird-looking thing. Mm -hmm. It's an appendage that's dangling between two legs. It's crazy to me how much, like, we put behind Mm -hmm. having a dick because, to me, I'm like, you're an alien. Like, you're deformed. Like, we (laughs) – everything looks good on us, like, Mm -hmm. right? Like, it looks – beautiful. I always get a little freaked out, though, that we do have this, like, gaping hole. That's just- fine. I don't I I feel that the hole is fine. It's like um I don't know why I'm like putting my hands like this. Like <laughs> yeah. Um no, the hole is just like a separate mouth. <laughs> I mean it is. It is, but I feel like our mouths are like closed most of the time, but I feel like this hole is just open. It's just there. Yeah, but those are butthole, right? But I feel like even your butthole's like clenched. I guess that's true. Because you got it's your kind of like, like your like little going on the muscle. Inside. Yeah. Yeah, it is a little – we're a little exposed. We're definitely a little exposed. Um, But I don't know. I feel safer with, like, the hole than the the fire hose, I guess. No, and you're right, like, for sure. And it's also, like, this is not a good description from me on, like, the anatomy of, like, a person with, like, a vagina. It's like, oh, it's just a, it's just a gaping hole. The hole. We just have a gaping yeah. hole. Um. But I will. You guys ever been to health class? Come to health class with us. It's a hole. Come, come. Um, or when you found out there was like three separate holes down there. Oh, that blew my mind. Where I was like, oh, I can pee with a tampon in. Okay. Yeah, because you, I definitely thought like for sure everything came out of the same hole, and I was like, yeah, this is why I get so many UTIs. And then my mom had to be like, no, no, <laughs> it's because you don't wipe right, you weird fuck. <laughs> yeah, Uh-oh. well, that's a thing. Mm-hmm. It- I don't anymore, but when I was a child, oh my god, it was so bad. Oh yeah, back to front. Like it just was what it was. Yeah. I'm gonna blame my parents' divorce on that one. <laughs> I remember I had like a UTI and I couldn't swallow pills at that point. So my mom would have to like put it on like a dog, like put it on peanut butter on bread and like ball it up for me. Yeah. And I had to do it for like 10 days. She's miserable. We get the results of my latest test, and they're still positive. And my mom comes running into, like, my fucking bedroom or wherever I was, and she was like, what the fuck are you doing? I think I was, like, 11 or 12. She did not say what the fuck are you doing, but she was like, Natalie, I can't. Like, I don't understand what's wrong with you. Come 30 minutes later, the doctors call back, and they're like, hey, we're sorry. We read the wrong test results. She's good. She's no more UTI. And I was like, you mother – Fuckers. And that is where my inability to trust doctors started. I was like, what do you mean you read the wrong person's test? Like, how do you do that? How do you do that? How, how do you do that? You can't do that. So now anytime I get like a, like I've had like, um, I had a, a breast cancer scare last year. I had a cervical cancer scare last year. All good, though. I need to go get rechecked. Oh. I've been ignoring it because I'm nervous. Oh, my God. Um, I'll go with you. I should check my pussy and my boobies. Everyone should. Everyone should. Cervical cancer, if you find it, like, I think of the first five years, it's very, like, curable. It's when it goes after five. It's like – I just got my third Gardasil shot. Oh, shit. Okay. That's- yeah, shout out to Gardasil. Um, I missed the last shot when I was, like, 18 and the 
my gyno was like, you could still do it. Yeah. So anybody listening, if you're in your thirties, you could still get your fucking HPV shots. You can still do it. I need to, yourself. I need to, cause same thing. I miss my shot when my shots. And so I have HPV, I think it's 18, which is one of the cervical cancer ones. Oh no. Yeah. And she was like, well, you can get it. Like She's like, it's not going to cure your HPV, but, like, um, you could get it to stop other strains of it. And I was like, yeah, yeah. And I never did. <laughs> and this was last year. And I was like, I just don't learn from my fucking mistakes. Um, no, it's fine. It's fine. We'll get it done. Yeah, we'll get it You've done. You've told me now. And so now I will be um, – I'll be like, girl, let's, like, have a date. Let's go get Gardasil shots together. Let's do it. Gardasil shots are the new manicures. Let's do it. No, truly. And, yeah, you're right. So anyone listening, you don't – what was it? It used to be the cutoff was 27. It's, there's no, like, it's they, not like a cutoff anymore. I, I feel like I was told that, like, after, like, 20 years old, it was sort of like you fucked up and you should have gotten it. Mm. But my guy was like, you could still get it in your 30s, like, and you should. Mm-hmm. Um. So, yeah, I'm pretty sure that you could still do it. Yeah, definitely ask ask your healthcare provider, ask your gyno if you use a gyno about it. I think you just have to pay for the shots, which they're like – it's like a couple hundred, unfortunately. But it's Insurance still- covered my shots, actually. Oh, nice. Okay. I'll need to go check. I feel like my insurance didn't cover it, but I have new insurance now. Um, but, yeah, get all the things checked. Check boobs. Check it all. Like, um, it's worth it. Things happen way earlier. Like, I remember with my boobs – the first doctor was like, mm, it's probably nothing, but we'll – just in case. Like, the way they handled it was, like, very flippant. And I was like, okay, fuck you. You feel the lump. Please, like, get me a mammogram. Right. Mam- mammogram. Yeah. And the same thing happened with the the breast imaging people. They were like, oh, you're young. It's nothing. Like, it's nothing. Um, and I was like, like cool. Bitch, like, people get breast cancer at any age. Yeah. And so I was like, can you still please schedule me? And they were like, yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Um, and so then we do all the things. Like, I have the mammogram and I have – they do, like, an ultrasound – um, or is it a sonogram? I don't remember. They use the goop and they're looking. It's some. It's like both. I don't know. I think so. I feel like an ultrasound and a sonogram are the same thing. I want to say yeah. I think it is just like the same thing. But so they're looking and they're looking and they're like, cool, cool, cool. We're gonna bring the doctor in. Um, and they were like, yeah, the thing you came in for is nothing, but we found other stuff. Like we're glad you came uh- in. And I was like, what do, what do you mean? And they were like, yeah, like we found other stuff. And I was like, well, what is it? And they're like, well, we know it's not a cyst and that's all we can say. Or they're like, we know it's not X and that's all we can say. And I was like, so it could be cancer. And they're like, yeah, it could be cancer. And I was like, what the fuck? And so then you go back. You <laughs> this go. This the worst day of my life. Oh, it was like the worst day of my life. Um, well, I had to hang out with friends afterwards and I was just like. I can't, like, I can't tell anyone. I don't want – it was, like, someone's birthday. I was, like, I don't want to ruin anyone's, like, day. Right, right, um, yeah. I think it was actually Tim Donnelly's birthday, and I was, like, no one – I was, like, Aaron, no one can know. Like, don't – let's not talk about At it. Dave and Buster's? Not Dave and Buster's. Um, St. Oh. Ripper's Day. Uh, oh, I didn't – I unfortunately did not make it to that. That was – so not this year. But whatever. That was last year. Um, uh, and so then you go in, and you're getting biopsies, and all of a sudden, everyone's, like, changes. All the nurses – the doctors doing the biopsies, everything changes. They all say, like, best of luck. They're no <gasps> longer like, you're you're fine. You're young. They're like, best of luck on your journey. Best of luck on your journey. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, this is, like, real. Like, this could be something bad. Fuck. Yeah, it was awful. And then – so <laughs> they're, you're nervous, right? You've got, like, four or five people around your exposed boobs. They're, like, shooting you with these, like, things – not shooting you, but they're going in to, like, get the biopsy. And then they put, like, a little – a little metal marker in it. And the day before was when um, Alec Baldwin 
killed that person on set on accident. I forgot about that. Yeah. And so they're just talking about it while they're like extracting cells from your body. And they're like, well, what do you think happened? And I was like, I don't know. I just don't want to have cancer right now. And they're just like, we just felt it was just so like negligent of them, blah, blah, blah. And then they're like, best of luck. Best of luck with your journey. And you're like, what the fuck? Here's a lollipop. It was so wild. Um, But yes, everyone gets stuff chat. And like, it was all good. I have like, my mom has it too. It's like five. Oh, it's right here. Actually, fibroid adenoma, something like that. This is my this is my um, referral for when I need to go again. Um, I have a I have a lump in my titty that they found in like high school, and it's been there like my whole life. Mm-hmm. And it's like a fi- fibroid adenoma. I'm saying this wrong, but it's something like that where they're like it's just like a fibroid. Yeah, it's like it's basically like a benign tumor. It's mine is fibrodenosis. Fibro- I have bilateral fibrodenosis of breast, so I have to get checked in both breasts again. Because uh, they found it in both. Sexy. Yeah, like the the fat, like the lump I had, they were like, yeah, it's just fatty tissue. Like they're like, it doesn't even pop. They're like, it doesn't even pop up on the uh, ultrasound. And I was like, great. Okay. I know, but breast cancer is so scary because it's like all the hormones and shit in the food. Mm-hmm. I don't even care. Like I've treated my body so poorly over the years. Like I eat like crap. I love hydrogenated corn syrup, but it's not my fault. It's because, um, it's addictive. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not going to take responsibility for that. But, um, <laughs> so, but, but yeah, it's like, uh, like everything, everything these days. And even, um, even drinking and shit like that, they like, don't tell you that like actually like, drinking a ton will like fuck your titties up. So. Oh, I didn't know that. It's crazy. Everything's just like not, yeah. I mean, um, drinking a lot is like a, is a, there's a direct link to titty cancer. Um, it's cute. It's really cute for us. Good good for us. Oh, my God. I know. It sucks. It's like everything does kind of possibly cause it, which really sucks. It's like having kids could possibly cause it. Not having kids could possibly cause it. And you're just like, what? Stress. Yeah. Are stress. you stressed? Then you might get breast cancer. Wearing too tight of a bra can give you breast cancer. Maybe not wearing a bra. I just don't wear bras anymore, to be honest. I'm so over bras. Oh, yeah. I just Stick, don't give a sticking shit. Sticking your phone too close to your face Mm -hmm. breast cancer yeah so that's i'm very like i used to not go to doctors because i was afraid so now i do go i go way more than i used to though i'm totally ignoring i need to get my breast checked i need to get my um my vag checked again um everyone do it it's worth it it's quick it's fine totally i'll go with you i would love to we should make it a date we should make a whole thing Ooh, i love this then get manny petties right after yeah, we'll just wear like crazy outfits to get our pussies checked. <laughs> um, this has been a great episode. I know you have to work since I don't want to keep you too much longer, but this has been okay. great. I don't have to leave for like twenty more minutes, so we can just keep shitting, shitting around. Um, yeah, this has been so fun. I love you so much. Oh, yeah, I know. I was just thinking the other day because like we know you through we being me and Aaron know you through Kelly, and I was just thinking how the friend group blended so seamlessly. Like yeah, Callie's friend group good. and Tim's friend group. Like I'm like, yeah, I love you. I love Taylor, Kayla, Callie, like all these, all these people, Harrison. How and it felt like we were on very similar planes the whole time and just didn't have yes. that friend to like to like overlap. It's just been really Reached interesting and fun, like fun to watch. I know. I think um I guess Hope doesn't get enough credit either because it's like really oh, yeah. her her doing of connecting Callie and Tim together. Yes. Yes. I was at the um I was at that protest where Tim and Callie where met. They met? Mm-hmm. 
that I it's funny because I was it, Kelly and I were at the beginning of the pandemic like FaceTiming a lot we were like talking a lot about just like relationships I had gone or I had like a few months prior like broken up with a a douchebag um and it's very like emotionally raw we were both just like in in like really weird places and so all of a sudden like halfway through she was like I'm seeing this guy and I was like oh and then uh, everybody's lives changed yeah now we're all friends now we're all friends so we all went to the Ren Fair together yes that was so fun that was so fun I just still laugh that like we lost part of the group for hours like for five like the full day we just like did not know where they were I felt bad too because I was at one point I was like well I'm not trying anymore like I'm not I didn't try at all (laughs) I was like I was like let's go (laughs) I want to see the hawks they'll find us zero zero cares in the world zero regrets I I also was like they're on drugs like I'm just like they'll find us they will find us (laughs) um that day was really fun though and that it actually got me thinking of like I wonder, like, what the the sex drama um, is at the Ren Fair over the summer. Like, I wonder. Mm-hmm. I bet it's a very, like, camp energy. Oh, there has to be. Like, especially, drama. like, were you there with that, like, group that they just camp there on the weekends, like, when they're not working? Like, not even just, like, the performers or the workers. They're just, like, this group of people – that camp there and live like I guess like historically accurate for the times and I was like you know they fuck like they have got to like what else are you gonna do I don't know like I don't know chop wood (laughs) I mean when we walked by them I think they were chopping wood and like putting it in a fire and I didn't realize they were like real inhabitants of the Ren Fair living there. I think they only do it like on like I think they all have like day jobs. I think they all work and then, then they would come. They like pay Taylor. It was like me, Aaron, and I, no, was Aaron there? Yes, Aaron was there at this point. Uh, Taylor and because Taylor was like, I have so many questions. Like I have got to find out what this is. And I think it's like they they sort of kind of pay, but it's way cheaper than like paying an actual like campsite. And they all like they like dress in the traditional like garb and they like work and eat the way like you would. Of this time, of this era. Your face. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm disturbed in a way. Like, I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Um, so are they COVID deniers? I don't know. They seem chill. I hope they're not COVID deniers. And they, I mean. You never know, though. I don't know. I don't know. They might be like, washing hands? Hang them. <laughs> <laughs> Think about it. Like, they were, they were killing all those people that were like, Hey, like you should really, um, you should wash your hands after you take a shit. Like you should actually be doing this mm-hmm. for help. Mm-hmm. For help. Okay. Oh my god! Oh my god! I can't wait to see you in real life Yay. one day soon. Um. So this is the part of the episode where I do ask, like, is there anything we didn't talk about that you'd like to talk about? I don't know. I could talk for my whole life, but uh, <laughs> no. no. I feel like we hit everything. Um. Yeah. No. I think we ran. Was it ran the gam- gambit? Gambit. My southern accent came out a little bit there. Gambit. We ran the gambit. Um. Uh, we hit all the fun things: masturbation, sex, head, Titanic. Uh. Porn. Titanic, like two or three times. Two or three times. I just um. I love talking about sex with you. Yay. 
I hope you had a blast. I had a blast recording that. Um, we could have talked forever, which are always like my favorite episodes, but Hannah had to go. And also I had like a minor technical difficulty on my end. So a little bit got cut out, unfortunately. But as you can see, as you heard, there was plenty to talk about. Um, and then, yeah, I got to see her the next day IRL and just had a blast. So remember you don't have to swallow if you don't want to. Um, that's just for me. Anyways, I can't wait to see you guys in two weeks. And also, you can follow Hannah on Instagram if you'd like. It is great content. So Hannah, H-A-N-N-A-H, period C, period Kaplan, with a K. Um, and I will see you all in two weeks. Have a great rest of your day, rest of your week, rest of your month. And we'll talk next, next, next hump day. Bye, y'all.